What's up, New England MMA and beyond? Welcome to The Room Podcast. This Wednesday night, September 14th. Tomorrow is September 15th. I'd just like to give a shout-out to myself. It will be my birthday. I will be turning 56 years old tomorrow, September 15th, 1966. I'm old, people. I know I don't look it and stuff, but I'm old. I carry it well. Carry it well. Well, anyway, we got a big, big show for you tonight. Uh, I have uh, the new CES World Featherweight Champion, Dan Dubuque, on. I have Casey Norton, who is a 2-0 flyweight, coming off a unanimous decision win at CES 70 this past Friday. And I have on Israel Galvan, who was supposed to fight for the CES World Flyweight title that same night, uh, this past Friday. Didn't happen. His opponent, Mitch Roposo, missed weight or didn't make weigh-ins. Um, I apologize. He couldn't uh, make, uh, make it to the scale, canceled the fight Thursday night, the night before weigh-ins. We heard uh, Mitch was very sick, and uh, we wish him well. We'll be talking about that circumstance with uh, Israel and um, see what's in the future for that poor guy. I mean, getting ready for a, a co-main event, CES world title fight. Guy's on a four-fight winning streak, three finishes in his last four fights. Dude's uh, Dude needs a fight, so uh, we're going to have him on see what he has in store for the future. Um, one big thing here, big shout out to Don Shanus, Shameless Don Shanus. Shameless Nation is on fire today. Don Shanus is signed to the UFC. Let me get his picture up here. Um, where is it? There it is right there. Don Shanus will be fighting UFC fight night. 211, October 1st, 2022. That's a couple weeks away, people. Uh, two and a half weeks away, to be uh, precise. He'll be at the UPS, uh, UPS, UPS, UPS. Why does it say, uh, oh, a UFC. He will be at the UFC Apex in Las Vegas. He will be fighting Sudik Yusuf, 12 and 2. Don Shanis is 12 and 3. As you know, he is a two-time champion. He is the Cage Titans featherweight champion. And he also is the FAC lightweight champion. So, uh, you know, good for Don Shanus, man. Congratulations, man. It's been a long time coming. Can't wait for that fight. Don will be definitely down here to uh, get a podcast in before that fight. Um yeah, it might be crunch time. It might be more of a call-in. But, uh, man, uh, great week. End of fights. Neff uh, was on on um, a Friday night also. And we had uh, the Combat Cowboy, Jeff Clark, covering that. And if uh, you want to check out YouTube, Jeff Clark and Travis Lazat have a great video up recapping the whole CES event. And the Neff event, um, well, mostly the highlights and uh, the really fights that stood out. They didn't go over every inch of the card. But um, great things coming out of Travis and uh, Jeff there doing their own kind of show, a weekly roundup. And, uh, you know, all the power to them. So, uh, you know, with that said, uh, we're going to get on um, Casey Norton now. And we're going to talk to him about his second win for CES. Uh, two wins in his young flyweight career. Two unanimous decisions for CES. So we're going to talk to him out of Ascension Athletics and, uh, you know, see what's next for him. I'm going to show his walkout while I am getting ready for Casey.
The Room Podcast to talk about his latest win for CES back last Friday at CES 70 is Casey, the Wonderbred Warrior. Norton, what's up, my friend? How you doing? I'm doing real good, Steve. How about you? I'm doing excellent, man. Uh, congratulations on another dominant win uh, over the weekend, bro. You looked fabulous in there. Uh, Stand-up, grappling, cage control, pressure, uh, uh, fighter rock IQ in there. Let's talk about the experience and how you felt in that fight. Well, to start, it was the first, it was like the first real time overall that I was just like, I had so much fun in there. Uh, other fights I've had, I've had fun, but it's more like down to business. Like I, I have to be, you know, serious. But in that fight, I had a lot of fun. It, it like start to finish from the walkout all the way into uh, the cage all the way to the end. It was just, I, I had chills running down me. It was so cool. Well, be before you came on, I uh, played your walkout to get us into this interview, bro. Uh, kind of nice dance moves over there, bro. Is that something that were you just ecstatic that night, or do you kind of have that uh, that Danny Terrio in you in in every walkout? Uh, it's kind of like a running joke in our gym um, that like we always go out to like a club or something, or we'll go dancing or something. And I'm like the whitest guy in the group, but so it's always funny that like I got no rhythm or whatever, but uh, I always have the most girls with me because I'm always dancing, just having fun. And I thought, uh, thought I might as well bring a little bit of that in today. Excellent, my man. Well, you looked good walking out, bro. You, uh, you know, high as a kite over there as far as getting into that cage and uh, ready to perform. Crowd was all over you. You had a huge, huge Wonderbread Warrior crowd there, bro. Um, you know, before we actually get to the fight and break it down, Man, how'd you feel? I've spoken to you in the past, and you blocked the crowd out. And, you, you know, you say they don't phase you, and you kind of don't hear them. But did you hear them a little Friday night? Not much. <laughs> I, I, I heard mainly uh, my opponent's corner the most, actually. Uh, I don't know if he just had a really distinctive voice, um, or I was just super focused on what my opponent was doing at the moment. But uh, other than walking out, like, but in the, in the immediate walkout, I felt like this, this like energy, this warm energy from the crowd, and it gave me chills. But um, after that was done and we were in the cage, it, it was pretty much just tunnel vision right on him the, the whole way. Well, I do believe it was, was it the, the first fight of, uh, of the card? Of the yeah, night, yeah. First fight, so first was the, of, the, of TV. Yeah, TV. of, uh, you know, the, the fight pass there, man. Was there any, uh, any nerves about, you know, being on that, were you on the last fight pass at, um, at your, no, I was, I was the car. I was the fight right before TV. Well, here we go, brother. How'd you feel? Uh, you must've known you were going to be on fight pass right away with, uh, mm -hmm. you know, the limited amount of fights on the card from fights falling through. What was your thoughts on that? Does that pump you up a little bit more knowing that you're fighting in front of God, hundreds of thousands. Uh, Honestly, I was so I was so happy about it because I haven't had any footage of my fights for like the last like three or four fights of mine or whatever, or any good footage if there is any. Yeah, you know. So I was honestly more happy that I could rewatch the fight again. <laughs> um, but uh, I didn't really get any any nerves going into it uh, with the fact that people can watch me. I was actually more excited because there was a lot of people that couldn't come. Um, and a lot of people hit me up and, and after and before the fight was like, Hey man, uh, I can't make it. I'll make it to your next one, but I'm definitely watching it. Stuff like that. So it's good to see that, you know, I'm still reaching out into the, into a crowd that still wants to see me. Excellent. Uh, didn't really give me any nerves though. <laughs> awesome. Well, the fight, bro, you talked about how, uh, you know, you felt great in there. You had fun. Um, but dude, you picked this kid apart. Uh, you grappled the shit out of him. I mean, we talked about this in our interview leading up to it, that this is going to be your toughest opponent to date. It was a late notice opponent and uh, you took it to him, bro. And watching you, it looked like your game plan was to stay on your feet and show your hands out there. Is that sort of how, uh, you know, you were thinking about it? Show, show that Casey is just not a black belt out there. He can, uh, he could throw some fists too. Yeah. So, um, our game plan was to take him down and to finish him by riding, by, like wrestling, riding, riding him out. Um, because his footage from like two years ago or whatever had showed that he 
kind of had a hole at standing up and trying to get out of from a, like a college ride scenario. Um, so that was kind of the game plan going into it, but it was a loose game plan. We don't, we don't generally try and stay really strict to things, you know, so we can adjust mid fight. Um, but Jeff told me going into it, it's like, Hey man, just get comfortable first before anything, just get comfortable and find your range, see where it is. Don't force nothing that it, that doesn't have to be there. Um, so all of that stand up was me just kind of feeling him out on the feet. Um, and I had noticed immediately that he was stepping hard with a lot of his punches. Um, and that's where I started to uh, time my takedowns off that. Excellent. Um, but he was very good at getting up. I, I was I was genuinely surprised how, how much better he was from his old footage to where he was today or that day. Um, he did really well standing up. So yeah. I had to take it to the feet. What yeah. it is. Yeah, uh, he definitely put on an entertaining fight with you. Uh, yeah, he's a tough guy. Do, yeah he's a tough does, guy. doesn't give up, that's for sure. You uh, you cracked him a few times, really good shots. Your jab was outstanding, bro. Um, and I, I could hear people in the crowd actually saying, oh, nice jab, nice jab. Um, is that something you really worked on to keep the distance and, uh, you know, let your hands go and have that distance, to, you know, get that takedown if he comes rushing in? Yeah, so I've always been an outside fighter, roughly, like speaking, my, my whole time training. And it's because I have a, a, an insanely long reach for the weight class. I have like a 71 and a half inch reach for the weight class. Um, so I've always kind of relied on I'm trying to utilize my best attributes. And I'm also left-handed, like naturally. So my jab is my best weapon most of the time. Um, and I knew that if I could find my range with that jab, overall, then everything else would start to fall into place. Uh, if I could find the range of the jab, I know I can land the right hand, and I know if he tries to push past the jab, then I can go for my shots as well. So it was it was good overall. Um, but it's not something we focus on hard specifically, but I, I always focus on my jab most of the time. So Well, it was working for you, brother, and uh, man, definitely, definitely looking great out there. As far as, you know, it's a three-round fight, is there anything uh, you think you could have done different in that fight uh, to maybe get a finish? Or, you know, did you just fight a tough dude that wouldn't go away? Uh, there was one, there was two situations where I had taken him down and I had a leg in with a backside uh, wrist control. Um, and it's one of my best positions when I'm on, on top of people. Uh, previously to the lead up to the fight, Jeff was telling me that I have to cross my feet in that position so that the person can't unlock my my one hook in. And I thought in my mind when he was telling me that, it's like, nobody's ever going to fucking do that. Like, <laughs> never going to happen. And of course, as soon as we get into the position, he does that perfectly. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, the Jeff did... knows that, that one thing, uh, I don't think I would have changed a lot. Um yeah, I, I, that's my best position, one of my best positions on top. And I think if I just crossed my feet and hipped in a little bit more, he would have stayed down and I might have finished him. Well, bro, um, uh, second pro fight, man. Uh, it's it's still a learning, learning experience yeah. here, bro. Um, and like I said, man, you looked great. I mean, I, you know, that's something that I wouldn't have picked up. I mean, what, uh, as far, I mean, I know you come from Ascension Athletics. I mean, you got some high level guys in there and then come in and out of there, bro. Um, you know, what was the, what the camp have to say to you as far as after that fight? I mean, because to us, you put on a show as far as your stand up and your grappling, you know, do, do they give you that kind of praise or they, they do, do they kind of keep it kind of on the low? So you stay hungry for that next fight. No, no, they, they, they give the praise. They, they give the praise. I, I think, uh, I said it in the post that I had made as well. And the overall, like, if I was to take away anything from it is this, I felt, I felt like a professional in there, um, from the weight cut leading up to it, um, weighing in, you know, the walkout, seeing people, the interviews with you, it felt like the whole thing, the whole experience was very professional. And that's exactly what my camp, my coaches had said as well, is that I, I handled myself like a professional. Excellent. Um, my man. Yeah. Yeah. You... And they were, and I, they were stoked as fuck that I was, you know, tagging them up and taking them down so <laughs> yeah they uh they were very happy with it uh when after that after that fight just watching the the smiles and the you know the 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 real uh the the real glows on the team walking back to the dressing room man it shows right there the excitement you put on a show in front of your home crowd uh and you delivered bro um 2 and 0 as a pro flyweight two fights for CES with that man um they got a card in November 
I, I would imagine you stay with CES because that is probably the biggest gateway to the to the to, to the bigger bigger events, bigger shows. Man, are you looking to get on that November card? What's what is your timeline here as far as getting back in there? Um, so I'm still healing up my leg a little bit, but I really didn't take that much damage from that fight. So I am interested to go again. Um, whether it's the that November card or the one at, the one after, I'm not sure. Um, I know that uh, like 80% of our fight team is fighting in the next few months. So I might take, I might take that time to help my other teammates out, um, and then come back, or I, we might just say fuck it and go full camp for everybody and just go straight into it. Um, but I'm definitely interested to get back, get straight back in there. I mean, I had so much fun. How could I not go back in? Right? Excellent, man. Keep the bull rolling, great. man. So uh, you mentioned other teammates getting in there, and you've got some grappling events you're going to be part of too, man. So you're a you're going to be a busy dude for a while here. I'm going to be seeing you at the cage whether you're fighting or not, man. How, yeah. uh, you know, on the other side of it, you you know, helping your team out and stuff like that. Um, how excited are you to, you know, get on that side and be able to, you know, help some of the, you know, I would imagine that an AMI or two are going to be making their, you know, maybe a, an amateur debut. How, how excited are you to help the, the, the guys under you get to that cage? It, it's, I love helping out my teammates and like, because I learned so much from helping them and, you know, figuring out where, the, what type of fighter they're trying to be, um, technically speaking. And the more I get to learn and see new styles and how people develop, the more I get to learn how to counter those things and you, how, how me, Casey, can, can stop that if I ever see that in the future. So I love doing that. Um, but watching my friends fight, that's way scarier than anything. I, I mean, my heart's racing. I'm sweating. Uh, it's an, I, I don't like watching my friends fight. Um, like, I'm excited to watch a fight, but I just, every time that punch goes, you know, it's fucking... So. Yeah, I, 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 I get you, man. You're, you're a young kid, but they're like your, your, your younger brothers or, you know, you know, mm -hmm. it, it's crazy, man. Uh, talking to other fighters do that fight and have uh, fighters, you know, kind of getting started and they're helping them along, man. Yeah, like you said, man, watching your, watching your trainer partner get punched in the face is no fun. You'd rather be in there yeah, getting no. it, too. So, um, well, Casey, man, uh, I just want to congratulate you on a, on a great fight, man. We were just, to, to start the, 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 fight card off like that um just watching you evolve from the last fight uh your hands look great like i said that jab was great you're catching them with an uppercut with that same mm -hmm. hand man it, it just you looked great you like you said you were having fun in there man so i was great to it was great to be able to watch it live and uh you know hear the crowd and just see the happiness coming out of the camp after that win man mm -hmm. yeah I, I thank you for the you know the, the compliments and all that and it's only the beginning, you know, it, to me, like the, these last two fights have just been practice. It's really all it is is practice for the bigger stages. Um, and we're constantly tightening, tightening up my, my weight cuts where my body should be, uh, physically, um, as well as what I'm doing technically. And I'm always trying to push to new styles, new, new things like that. So I can stay as relevant as I can be on a technical standpoint. Um, so whatever you see today is not going to be what you see in two years when I'm on a bigger stage or wherever I might be, right? I'm, it's just practice for me. Excellent, my man. Well, keep practicing, bro. We'll keep showing up and watching it, man. So, uh, mm -hmm. um, dude, um, I, you got a bunch of fighters, like you said, fighting in the next few months, man. Uh, turn them on. I'll turn them on to me. I'll get an interview with them. Maybe, sure. I, maybe I'll have you on. Uh, we talked about it behind the scenes, maybe having you on, uh, and Robbie Grillo on together. Mm -hmm. And we could just talk shit, hear you guys uh, go at it, what goes on in that gym, get some uh, behind-the-scenes beans for oh, the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, Casey, man, uh, anything you want to say before I let you go? Shout-outs, social media, uh, sponsors, well, and uh, I'll let you uh, enjoy the rest of this week, and you win. Uh, so shout-outs would be um, strength and honor conditioning um, for Steve Kanopka. He does my weight cuts and my and my strength conditioning as well. The guy's a wizard, ex-NFL player, just – and overall, just genius when it comes to manipulating people's bodies overall. Um, so huge shout out to him. I'm going to make a post about him because he helps me so much. He, he sets me up in his house so I don't have to do nothing. And I just hang out and cut weight at his house. So he's, he's the best. Um, also, Jeff Adad, uh, Mapaset, big shout out to them as well. Um, 
trying to steer me in the right directions, like manager wise and like career pathway. And also technically speaking also same to Rob Grillo. He's my main training partner overall. I can't be happier to, to have him as a friend and as a training partner. Excellent, my man. Well, I have your social media up here. Uh, I would imagine Instagram, Facebook is where it's at. Um, yep. So with that said, Casey, the Wonderbread Warrior, Norton, man, thank you so much for giving me the time. I love that you guys come on a few days after your fight and we can get you, you know, your thoughts fresh, you know. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's, it's I'll, I'll, anytime you want, I'm coming on. <laughs> All right, anytime. my man. Um, Anytime you want to come on, come on down. You want you guys ever want to take a ride down there? Come on, hang out, man. It's we'll a, you know, it, we'll definitely take a ride down. All right, man. We're all, I, the door is always open, my man. Come on down with the crew, uh, and we'll we'll, we'll have sure. a, we'll have a ball here. So, with that said, man, thank you so much coming on, bro. And uh, mm-hmm. we'll definitely talk uh, about what's next, either for you or your uh, training partners, man. I love it, and uh, I can't wait to talk again, bro. So we'll talk to you for soon. Sure. Bye bye. Thank you. Joining me in the room podcast is the newly crowned CES world featherweight champion, Dan Dubuque. What's up, my friend? Congratulations, bro. Thank you, bro. Thank you. What's up with you? Nothing much, man. Excited for you, bro. Hell of a fight Friday night, man. We knew it was going to be, man. Uh, Congratulations on getting that title, bro. Let's talk a little bit about the experience and the overall uh, fight yourself. How'd you feel in there, man? Man, I felt awesome. Uh, I think... uh... You know, I I didn't know quite to, quite what to expect. Um, I knew it was, you know, I, I figured it would be a battle. Most of my fights are because I fight, again, tough guy after tough guy after tough guy. You know, I'm battle-tested. And uh, um, it took me a, a couple minutes to get going, as it always does. You know, I kind of start slow. But I, I really found my groove, and I felt, I felt super, super comfortable. I felt awesome in there. So... Well, you looked great in there, man. You were you were trying to uh, you were kind of walking him down, trying to walk him down the whole fight going forward. Uh, he had his moments definitely in that fight, man. Where do you think you took that fight over and uh, you know got that decision at the end? Um, you know, I I think uh, yeah, I, I actually when I rewatched the fight, I, was, I had my hands down just walking forward a lot, and I'm like, shit, I don't even remember doing that. But um, I think I just, when I find my groove really striking-wise, um, especially, I, I honestly, that's the one thing I'll be cocky about, man, like, or, or confident about, you know. Um, I have some of the best striking in New England. Uh, I think a lot of people that have, that have trained with me can, you know, can vouch for that, that have been in the octagon can vouch, vouch for that, you know. Um, and I think what it came down to was, and like Joe Lozon even said it a lot too, and that's one of Nick, Nate's coaches, you know, he, 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 he kind of tra- cross-trains there a lot was talking about how I was throwing a lot of combos. So, you know, I was landing a lot of bigger, uh, more volume, bigger shots. And, and, and you know, Nate, Nate hit me. It was, it was a war. You know, he, he landed a lot of good, obviously, a lot of great uh, low kicks. Those, those calf kicks were, were pretty serious. Um, but he, didn't, he wasn't throwing a ton of, uh, of volume. He was throwing one punch a lot of times, one punch. He was kind of, you know, picking and trying to, trying to time it right, which he's, he's good at. He's good at that counter-striking, and I knew that. But I think I was just putting a lot more volume and definitely definitely had the bigger shots that were landing. So. Yeah, there was uh, one one point in that fight. I forgot what round it was, but you connected really well. You you definitely heard him there. Um, did you did you see that? Did you uh, you know did you feel that that you were connecting and hurting him and starting to uh, kind of slow him down his pace? Yeah, definitely. I, I could feel. I could see like him stumble a couple stumble back a couple times. And um, I could feel like when some of the bigger shots were connecting that, you know, uh, most fighters after the fight, they'll say, oh, I wasn't rocked or I wasn't. They never like to admit stuff like that. You know, to me, I don't really care. Like, I'll be the first to admit if something lands big, you know, like his body, his, his teeps to the body, which never hurt me in training or not. Um, he had two of them, like one in the fourth, one in the fifth that straight up knocked the wind out of me. Um, it was crazy. It shut me down. One of them shut me down. I even shot for a takedown. I never do that, you know? So, um, but I mean, yeah, so I could, I could see them definitely affecting him a little bit enough to it. If, if you don't want to say rock, then they were at least making him, you know, put him on his, um, you know, uh, backpedaling and, and, you know, put him on the defensive. So, you know, I think that it was, um, you know, my, my combos, my, um, my strategy was, you know, you know, it was a 
was playing out the way I wanted, and it was, you know, it was effective. Well, you're never in easy fights, bro. They're always uh, bond burners. They're always exciting. Uh, where does this, uh, you know, you won the the featherweight world title. I mean, that that's a huge, huge for you. But as far as the fight itself, where does this rank in, uh, you know, some of the wars that you've had? Man, this was this was probably number one, dude, because, um, you know, I mean, this or, or me and Bruce, because both of them are five rounds, you know, um, and, and, and a lot of striking. I mean, me and Nate, there was no ground. At least with Bruce, there were some, some stretches where we were on the ground. You know, me and they were, were toe-to-toe, you know, 90% of the fight. So this was probably number one. This was one of the most fun fights I've ever had, but also, you know, just grueling. I think we were both a little bit gassed in, in the last round. Um, you know, I started to, to get gassed. I was trying to dig as deep as I could. But, yeah, I mean, this is this, that was a, it was just an awesome fight, period. You know, he had his moments. I had my moments. But I think I think um, overall that, um, you know, the judges made the right, right decision. Going into that fifth round, did you feel that you had to uh, get that round one, or did you feel you kind of, you know, you've done enough? I mean, you can't let off the gas. Of course, you're going to produce in that round. But what were you thinking going into that fifth round? I definitely thought it could be 2-2 two, two, um, or me 3-1. So I think it wasn't debatable the first round he won. I, I think that was an easy call. I think the second round was an easy call that I won. The third round was was closer, but I think that, I again landed more volume, threw more volume, landed the bigger shots. I think I won. I I was confident. I won three, four was where it gets tricky because we had the, I I was on you know I was I had all the momentum as or it seemed, and then that eye poke happens you know and then he was able to hold me a little bit and kind of push me up against the fence. But if you even watch if you watch the fight too, I was I was landing knees, I was landing punches, not big shots obviously because my back's against the cage, but. I was busier. He was kind of just holding, and it seemed like he was just trying to, um, you know, recoup or, you know, catch a second win or whatever. So you never really know how a judge is going to score that. Were they gonna, are they going to score the times that we weren't against the cage, and I was having the, you know, the better of the striking exchanges, um, and then you know, landing even though I had my back on the cage, or were, are they going to score him because he had some control for, you know, a few a couple minutes? It's tough. So I, I thought that. It could be 2-2 going into the fifth and, you know, and then, you know, it was whatever I wanted. You know, I didn't obviously wanted to go out there and uh, leave it all in, in, in that round. And you guys did, man. Uh, you produced a hell of a hell of a memorable uh, main event there, bro. Both sides. I mean, uh, you know, your your camp, your fans, his camp, his fans, and some of you guys that are like friends of both of you were going crazy in there. I mean, your your camp cheering for you, his camp chair. It was something that I really haven't seen at CES as far as, you know, two camps kind of equal in the crowd there chanting at each other, man. Could you feel that in the cage? Oh, yeah. And I have a couple of friends that I could hear, you know, uh, while I was in there. Like my, <laughs> I could hear, and they were talking shit. Both sides were talking shit to each other, you know, while talking shit to us. And then, I, you know, it doesn't really, that type of stuff doesn't really bother me. I think one of my, my biggest um you know positives is that i stay very calm in the, in, the, in the octagon no matter what happens i could be in a full-on submission back taken rear naked choke and i'm i'm like pretty it doesn't really you know i, I stay pretty calm but um you know <laughs> nate not that he doesn't but he just you know he was engaged with the with the crowd you know he's flipping them off he's giving <laughs> the x signs and stuff like i mean it, it seemed like it was affecting some of the shit talk was affecting him a little more Whereas, you know, they're, I, I've been there, you know, I've been in, in, in Plymouth where you're walking out and the guys are, are an arm's length away and they're, they're, they're calling you a pussy from, you know, in your face while you're walking out there and there's, you know, everyone's booing you, you know what I mean? I've been in that so many times where I've only had 10 or 20 people in my corner. So that type of stuff, it really, it doesn't faze me because at the end of the day, they're going to support him. I bet a lot of his guys think that he won the fight, you know, and whatever. It doesn't really bother me. Um, and the same thing with my people. They, they're they going to support me. They're going to talk shit to him. And some of the fans were, that's how passionate it was, you know, both sides. And it's just fun. It was fun to see. There's At least there, I'm glad there were no fights, but, you know, there was a lot of trash talking, <laughs> a lot of crazy people screaming and 
everyone moving around like it was it was that was a fun atmosphere it was definitely something you know i you don't see at ces i mean you hear the crowd but it was it was it was fun and it was crazy in there in that fight dude as far as you and nate you know i know yeah i don't know what went on as far as you know when you took this fight how he felt what's going on with you two guys now um i know you've trained in the past he might come back at faa you might you know, run into each other. What's what's going on with you two guys now as far as, you know, being cordial together? I mean, we, you know, we hugged it out after. It's kind of hard not, to not have a ton of respect for each other after a fight like that, but I, I never really wavered before the fight. You know what I mean? Like, he, he said some things and had some trash talk with that. It's just not my style. And, um, you know, he said that I, he told me in the cage, you know, that it was kind of almost like he was kind of like let into um you know almost baited into some of that stuff and i get it because they, they definitely tried to do that with me too they were saying you know oh we hear there's all this animosity and that you guys don't like each other when they're interviewing me and i'm i said that's news to me because <laughs> i you know, i respect him and i when we trained he i was cool with him he was cool with me we had great rounds i thought he was a great training partner so like i never i don't really like feed into that and it doesn't matter to me like i don't even what he says of me now i don't really give a shit to be honest like I, what my i respect him i think he's a cool dude if, if he comes to the gym again i'd love to get some rounds because he's good his his work's gonna elevate my game and vice versa you, i guess you can't really say you know i don't think he would say otherwise but uh you know if he if he doesn't like me for whatever reason that's i don't, I don't think i've given him a reason to but i don't know it's not really i don't have animosity for anybody really in this sport you know um that's just that me. I don't it's bigger. There's bigger, more important things to deal with. I like to go in there. I told you, I do this for fun. I don't do this. This is my main career. I love being in there. Love competing. Love, you know, sparring and all that stuff. So, you know, this Oh well, Dan. As far as you know, the future. I know you looked a little banged up there. Did I? Did you come away? You know, other than a couple of scratches on your face. You, how do you feel? feel fantastic i'm just, i have one scratch here and this let me start let me tell you about my fight week so these are just butterflies but this is how crazy this is and this is another thing i'll boast about is how is, is my toughness so i fought you know so many times and nobody really goes in 100 percent, you know but i've i fought a bunch of times where you know i was sick and on antibiotics where i fought dueling and you know antibiotics kind of kick kick your ass i never like spoke on that and injure other injuries in the past but saturday before the fight so we're six days out i go to to faa i'm i'm training we're just wrestling and doing jits um so i, I get a takedown i'm on top and a dude knees me right in the eye cuts me open bleeding all over the place um so nick newell was just like listen you, you got to go get stitches get them stitched up right now so i go to a urgent care i'm there all afternoon and then i talk to you i put sunglasses on because i don't want anyone to see i had five stitches i had just come i straight up just came out of the urgent care when i talked to you i was there for three four hours and um i had them right above my eyebrow so i had the stuff i had the sunglasses on i didn't want anybody to see the stitches because i'm thinking these things are gonna get i'm supposed to get them out front right but obviously i can't get them out friday because if the doctor sees me i don't know what he's gonna do maybe he's gonna call off the fight so that's friday or saturday tuesday i start to feel like shit i just get sick i mean like i said i've had family stuff going on my mom's been sick so i've been helping out with her and training and dieting and trying to cut weight so i get sick it's going to the weight cut goes fine Wednesday night Thursday morning I got to go get these stitches out before you know before weighing so now I go get the stitches out I'm running a little bit late getting these stitches out and then I gotta still gotta cut the other five pounds I gotta go because I cut I cut 16 total I always tell the doctors I cut five pounds or whatever I cut 16 <laughs> Wednesday night I start when I started I had 16 so I got like 10 or 11 out whatever I had or 10 out I had six left in the morning so I go get my state I go get my stitches out go to the Y, start doing my routine, running, sauna, all this shit. I'm just, I was just running a little behind. So I end up, the Wayans are at 11. Me and Carlos get there at 1245. And 
when I left, I was still a little above. I, so I, I, I had the sauna suit the whole ride up. I got up there. I got a strip down. I'm point. Wait, wait a minute. I still feel like. Wait, wait, you, you, you were point what? I was point two over. Okay. So, so now I got, I'm like, well, you know what? Let me just, I'm like, oh, I, I gotta, I gotta take a pic. You know, we were driving the whole way up. I had changed though. I didn't have the sauce anymore. I'm like, I was driving the whole way up here. I got a pit. Let me go. I'll, I'll be right back. But I only have like a couple, 15 minutes. Um, I didn't even have to piss. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I just, I just stripped down butt naked and I'm just literally like yelling, trying to squeeze any out of my body, just like screaming, come on, come on. <laughs> and I, and I actually did piss a little bit back, go to weigh in and, uh, and I was dead on. So <laughs> that, that made it. And then from there got to rehydrate and, you know, I felt good for a fight. For fighting i felt great but um man the last six days or whatever leading up to the fight we were just a, a debacle so um so then you know i had this i was i thought for sure it was gonna pop right open as soon as i got touched or whatever but um it didn't it, did, it somehow held up somehow i have no idea how <laughs> well so. dude the planets were aligned for you on friday night bro uh and i saw you know i saw your manager carlos put something up there a post, uh, you know, congratulating you. I think it might have been yesterday or something like that. And he did say, he did mention a hint about what you went through. He didn't mention any details, but he did say if people really knew what you went through to get to that cage on that Friday night, they they would really know how, uh, you know, how Dan is a beast in and out of, uh, you know, in and out of that cage, man. So kudos to you for getting that fight going. Dude, if you fell out of that fight, I don't know what CES would have done. They would have been pulling people out of the crowd to grapple uh, for the main event, man. So, you know, it all help, it happens for a reason, Dan, and you are the new CES featherweight champion, uh, your second time going at it, man. Is I know, I mean, I know CES likes to keep their champions and, you know, get a fight for them uh, to defend that. You know, has there any, I, I don't want to throw you in a cage right now, but what's your kind of timeline? What are you thinking? I mean, I know you get in there for fun and all this, but you hold the title now, bro. And, uh, you know, you felt pretty good on there Friday, man. Uh, what, what's kind of a timeline for you? And and I would imagine it's going to be for CES unless something bigger uh, comes calling. Yeah, I mean, um, so the, I'm sure that I think they're going to have one more before the holidays. But um, that's that's just that's that's too soon right now for me. Um, really, what my foot? So I'll honestly check it out because I've done it. Like I kick, I usually kick so much that I fractured the same bone on the top of my foot like three different times. So it's real swollen right now, black and blue. I can't put much uh, weight on it. And then also Nate um, with all those kicks. So I was I was checking a lot of them. He kept pen the same pretty much the same as Tony Ferguson's other night. So I got three staples in there. Um but I can't put a ton of pressure on my foot right now. So I'll sit out this next one. And if they have one at the end of January, I'd be I'd definitely be interested in getting on that. And uh you know I don't really have specific people in mind, but um I know Saul was immediately calling me out uh, the night of, like, they shared something on Instagram, and he's calling me out, like, I want to fight him. And so, you know, if, 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 I don't, I don't have any disrespect for him either. Like, he's a, he's a veteran. He's fought, you know, a ton of, you know, the top guys for years and years. So I, I have respect for him. But if he, if he wants to fight, then, you know, I'm in for that fight. So um, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, probably, you know, hopefully end of January. Excellent, my man. Well, Let's have you heal up, bro. Come up, uh, you know, at least close to 190% for that next fight. I know you're going to be getting, uh, you know, uh, one of your kids ready, one or two ready for maybe kickboxing. I definitely, Anti Dormy, I would imagine, is going to be getting in that cage uh, before January, it looks. I mean, see, uh, Cage Titans has another card coming. Uh, big things for that kid. So I'm sure you're going to be busy getting these kids ready. So, Dan, man, uh, congratulations, bro, man. Uh, you know, like we, we interviewed and you, you know, I talked to you about coming out of the blue and, and getting the shot and, uh, 
man, you definitely took uh, the fight, the, the toughest fight on the plate, man, and uh, you got it done, bro. Um, I've seen you in some wars, bro, where I thought, you know, you won that fight and, uh, you know, you didn't get your hand raised. But, you know, when I was with the guys and, uh, and we went to that, that fifth round, we were coming to that fifth round and we were like, man, uh, we, we thought you might've had it, but we knew you had to really keep, uh, you know, you really had to show it in the fifth round and, uh, you did, bro. Uh, you took it over, you won that title. So congratulations, man. Thank you very much. I appreciate, you know, you, uh, your support, um, you know, always making time for me too. And, you know, getting my stuff out there and, uh, you know, following along and everything too. Um, but yeah, man, that was, that was just something that's, that's, you know, I'll never forget that. And I, and I'm, I'm not going to be looking to, to, you know, change anything up really. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to look for someone else who's, who's tough as fuck and what's going to, to get up, get in there and try and kill me too. No, that's just, just who I am. And I, like I said, that's what I preach. So, you know what I mean? I got to practice what I preach and that's, that's just what I'm going to keep doing. So yeah, man. So just super excited about it and uh, can't wait for the next one. Excellent, my man. Well, there's a lot of time before now in January, man, you ever want to take a ride down here, take a little road trip with a couple of the, you know, some of your kids coming up, man can always have you in there. We can talk fighting. You can, uh, you know, have a beer with me since you're going to be on the shelf for a little while. And, uh, you know, talk talk New England MMA. You know what I mean? Talk about a lot of shit. I'll, I'll be having all 30. <laughs> <laughs> all right, my man. We'll get you an Uber for the ride home. Or one of these newbies will have to drive you home. I, I, I'm, yeah. sure, I'm sure you'll have it all worked out before you, uh, before you come down. But, Dan, again, man, uh, congratulations, bro. Always a pleasure talking to you. And thanks for giving me the time again tonight, man. Uh, enjoy the win, man. And we'll definitely talk soon, bro. Sure, Thank you, man. All right, man. Talk to you later, Dan. Later. Joining me in the room podcast is Israel Galvan, who was scheduled to fight for the CES Flyweight World title back last Friday. But some circumstances happened as far as his opponent's weight the night before. So we're going to talk about talk to Israel, talk about the experience and, uh, you know, try to help him get, you know, a matchup in the in, in the future and, you know, see exactly his thoughts on the future and his fight career. So, Israel, man, thank you for the time and, you know. Thanks for coming on and, and, you know, talking to us about, you know, experience over the weekend, man. Uh, first of all, how you doing, bro? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. You know, blood's still, uh, still, uh, it's boiling. My blood's boiling, man. I needed to hit something. You know, I needed to hurt someone. I needed to put my hands on someone. But, you know, that's it's part of the, the fight business, I guess. You have runners. You know, you have people that are unprofessional. And, it, you know, it is what it is. Now, I, I did see your CES um, Instagram interview with Maddie, and, you know, you had some um, kind of, you had some strikes against Mitch going into this fight as far as, you know, I think he fought one of your, one of your friends in the, the, the Ultimate Fighter show, and then uh, he lost on uh, the, 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 the Contender Series. Uh, talk about it, and have has Mitch been on your radio, radar in the past, or just when his this opportunity came about, you started checking him out? Yeah, he was never on my radar. He was never a guy I knew. Like, I never even, you know, who knows fighters? Like, I don't, fighters don't know fighters, in my opinion. Like, I'm a fighter, so I don't really pay attention to, fight, especially fighters in my weight class, I don't pay attention to, to, to them. I don't give them any attention. But, yeah, this guy... It was just an opportunity, you know. They they presented. They're like, "This is the name." I'm like, "All right, let me check him out." I'm like, "Let's go." I'm ready. I'm like, "It's just a a plus," you know, that that he fought um, my boy Ludwig in the Ultimate Fighter. It's just a plus, you know, because because Ludwig doesn't ragdoll me around, you know, like he ragdolled Mitch Raposo, you know. So I that's how that's how I knew, and and that's when I was when I was 19 or 20, you know. Now I'm 22, so it's it's a it's a whole different ball game. Well, my friend, um, for 22, you got a ton of fights. I mean, you're yeah. five and two as a pro. I I think you fought uh, what four times in in the last year. This was supposed to be your fifth time. I think you even had a fight fall through in the in this year, man. So you are a busy dude. You got a ton of amateur fights, and you're only 22. 
I mean, you must have started, you must have had your first amateur fight, you know, as soon as you turned 18, man. Talk about yeah. this, you know, talk about this kind of, uh, this journey of yours and, you know, how you got to this point to fight for the CES world title. Oh, a long, uh, it's a journey. That's like the best word I can say, you know, or use. It's, a, it's just a journey. It's just from beginning. It's just, I'm, I'm just at the beginning, you know, like you, like you said, I'm 22. I've ha I already have a ton of fights, and I and I see a, a ton of fights ahead of me still. You know, I still got a a, a lot of fight in me. And I love to fight, so you know, um, the opportunity to fight for the belt is just it was just like a, a ticket to the UFC in my eyes. It wasn't special. The title, you know, it's not too big of a deal to me. It's just what what it brings. You know, that's what it brings is was it it's what was important to me. So, you know, it, it's a bummer that I couldn't fight, you know, that I, I didn't fight. So, yeah, I'm so, I'm mad, you know, more than anything. <laughs> I'm pissed off, man. Yeah, I, I imagine, man. Uh, yeah, you were very vocal on social media. Uh, dude, I'm a meme. I'm a meme de degenerate, man. <laughs> I throw some nasty memes out there. And I can appreciate them. I mean, um, you know. Just to let it out there, Mitch is like a friend of mine. I've known Mitch. I mean, uh, our, our picture is together on his tapology. That's like, I mean, I I, I know Mitch, I, and, uh, you know, at, at, in no way I want to, you know, dissect him here and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, how, you know, how did you find out about the weight miss and what was going through your mind when you got that call or when your dad or your manager and team kind of let you know, hey, uh, this fight is in is in deep jeopardy right now. Um, I was on the flight. I was on the flight. I landed, and I was sitting next to my dad, and he gave me that weird look. And I was like, I looked at him weird, and I was like, I was like, just, I, I just knew it. I was like, I'm like, dude, don't tell me this guy pulled out. And that's what the, the call was about, him not, you know, pulling out, him making excuses for not being able to show up and miss weight by five pounds. He just didn't even want to show up. He didn't want to see me. He didn't want to, you know, have any part with me. You know, so, you know, unfortunate, but, you know, it is what it is, you know. Well, I know uh, they were offering you some other, uh, another fight. Uh, you want to talk about anything that they threw at you? I mean, uh, they definitely want to save a fight. At least you're all the way here. Give you a fight. But, man, you're getting ready for that flyweight title, five-round flyweight title. That could be the ticket to the UFC. What exactly. were they kind? What were they offering you in, instead of that? They're, they wanted me to fight at bantamweight, at catchweight, and for, you know, for a three-rounder. And it's like, man, if, if I wanted to fight at bantamweight, I'd be, you know, a, a weight class heavier than bantamweight, you know? <laughs> I wouldn't be a, a true flyweight. So it's like, no, nah, like, that's not what I need right now. That's not what I, like, I, I want good fights, you know? Like, I'm not scared to fight anybody. So the guy that they were offering me to fight at, at the catchweight, they, they, they're thinking of offering him for the, you know, for me to fight him at 125. And I'm like, all right, bring, bring it. I'm not, you know, I'm not scared to fight anybody. So it doesn't matter if, you know, if they brought someone at 125, then I would have definitely, I would have fought that night and had the, the belt on my waist. Well, as far as, is there anything about maybe you coming back, you getting, an, you know, another shot at it? Uh, what, what's your thoughts on that? And has there any been, been any talk of you getting a future title shot? Because, I mean, you definitely have the accolades to come back and uh, fight. I mean, maybe they reschedule with Mitch. Uh, what's, what's going on here? Um, yeah, we're, we're in talks with them. We'll, you know, hopefully, hopefully they, they're like, yeah, here's a title shot again. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like I'm, I'm owed. I'm owed it at least, you know, but, um, yeah, we're talking with the CES right now and we're talking with other promotions as well. You know, I'm looking for a title shot. So like, it doesn't matter who has the belt, you know, or, you know, where the, where I'm fighting for it, I, I'm, I'm going to win the fight and I just want my ticket to the UFC. That's all it is, you know, or I, I'll even accept the late notice to the ultimate fighter in, in a week or two, you know, like I'm here, I'm here at UFC, you know, if you didn't hear me, now you hear me. Well, my friend, uh, I know you said that you know you didn't. You're basically in the airport, ready to you know drive to the to, to the hotel and stuff. Did uh, you know? Did you get paid? Did they pay you for at least you know making the flight? And I mean, you didn't hit the scale, so I don't know what goes on there. But uh, you know, was there talk of you getting paid for at least uh, flying in? Um, 
I wanted to make the weight. I was telling them, I want to make, I want to be on the scale. I want to be a professional. You know, I, I want them. I want to take pictures. I want to make it look legit. And, um, you know, we're like, yeah. And obviously, you make, you do that, you get paid. And so the the promoters or you know the guys over there at CES were like, no fight, no weigh-in. I'm like, what? I'm like, are you kidding me? So you know, as of right now, they haven't even paid me what you know my show money yet. So I'm uh, waiting on that still. So I mean, yeah. All right. So I would imagine your your manager team is in talks with them to at least try to get paid for. I mean, you. I mean, you were ready to make weight, and it you know just didn't happen. I don't know what goes on behind the scenes as far as contracts when that happens, but you know, I imagine it'd be nice to get you paid for uh, you know at least coming down here and you know you were ready to do your job. But um, yeah. uh, bro, uh, I, I mean, other promotion. I mean, dude, you're fucking five and two. You got four fights uh, win streak. Three finishes, two uh, KOs, and then three finishes. You you could. I mean, four fights in the last year. And uh, to blast off this four-fight winning streak was you fought for a CES last September in yeah. your opponent's backyard. So uh, you kind of silenced the crowd that night, man. Just to go back yeah. to just to go back to that fight, bro. Uh, what was your experience? Because you you actually did fight for CES. What was your experience fighting for them back? Uh, you know, 2021. Um. I remember I, no one liked me. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Israel, nobody was going to like you this time either. Believe me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm cool with that. But, it, uh, you know, one of those things are like, you know, no one's cheering for you. You know, no one likes you. You know, nobody wants you to win. And it's fun. It's, it's like a cool experience because you just have that mean. Like, I just get meaner, you know. I get I get vi more violent, you know, because that's what I bring, you know. I'm like, whatever, I don't care. You know, it's just, it's just going to help me. It's going to put me in the mode. Excellent. Well, I think the next CES card is in November, I do believe. So uh, we're in, you know, the middle of September, probably the first, second week of October. We'll start hearing some matchups for uh, CES 71. Dude, I'm hoping you're on it, man. Uh, we would love to see you compete. I mean, you're knocking people out, submitting them, and, uh, you know, four-fight winning streak, man, at a, a flyweight. And you're only 22 years old, man. Uh, you need that one other fight, man, to get you, I think, to that contender series. Or, you know, at least, uh, you know, to a bigger, bigger, you know, Bellator, uh, you know, yeah. 1FC, you know, any any of that stuff would, would love to have a, a killer like you, man. So, yeah. you know, with that said, dude, uh, you know, last thing I want to ask you, like camps, like you're from Nebraska originally, correct? Yeah, that's where I was born. So, and now you're in Texas how, and training in Texas. How long have you been in Texas um, training there? Does your whole family live in Texas now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've been here around six, I want to say, say six months around there. Oh, okay. Oh, so yeah. you've only been training in Texas for six months? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. So is it a, it's a whole new camp you're at from uh, last year? Yeah. And, wow. Cool. Give them a shout out. Where, where, where are you now, bro? Um, I'm at Rogue. Rogue BJJ Studio. Um, I'm training at Steadfast uh, Fitness and Performance. And those are the two places I, I mainly I train at. You know, got my strength and conditioning at Steadfast and I get and I have all my mats, everything I need to do at um, Rogue BJJ Studio. But also I also box. So I box with the Louisville boxing team. Is that something that you will do professionally? Have you boxed professionally? Or is that just, uh, you know, a gym that you go to get your boxing work in? Yeah, no, just to get my boxing work in. I haven't fought professional uh, boxing or even amateur. But, I mean, street fights are, like, professional boxing fights, aren't they? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, if you're not taking people down and choking them out, but if you're, you're, if you're you know, <laughs> cracking them and they're, they're hitting the pavement, then, yeah, that, that counts as a boxing win. <laughs> Yeah, I have some of those. Oh, hey, any of them on video? No, we don't want to get you to jail, man. You're young. Yeah. <laughs> well, my man, hey, dude, it's been a pleasure talking to you, bro. I, uh, man, um, I wish I got to meet you at the fights. I wish I got to see you fight. I was at that CES fight uh, back in September of last year. And another dude you fought, Dave DeRayo, is another good friend of mine. I mean, I I'm sorry. You know, this is what I do. New England MMA. I, you know, I talk to all the New England guys. Um, and... You know, that was a great performance against Dave. And the funny thing about it is, 
coincidental, Dave fought Mitch Raposa twice as an amateur. For yeah. uh, I do believe, believe for amateur titles because no one else would fight Mitch, and those guys went both went to uh, you know Mitch, you know out wrestled them and out grappled them, but um, you know they went five rounds both of them fights, man. Um, yeah. So any predictions? What you, what you would thought? Would you what you would have thought would have happened in that cage if you got to face Mitch last Friday? It's very very simple. He would have been he would have took a nap. He would have been sleeping on the cage. He would have woke up and he would have not known what had happened. He would have looked at the replay and he would have saw an uppercut. You know, he would have saw my left hand or something in his face. And you know that, and it would have been that's night. You know, that's the night right there. That that's what was gonna happen. And I was I was gonna retire him. I mean, it's I think he should not fight again. There's no excuse to to not show up, not even show up for a title fight that you signed for. You know eight weeks in advance like dude you're you're running away like he how many fights has he pulled out of he he pulled i heard he pulled out of another fight the fight before his last fight he, i he i think out. i think he got injured that fight he had an injury i think yeah so he got an injury and then he fought for for a month after that so i mean is that really an injury did he really pull out because of an injury i don't know it sounds a little suspect to me you know and the and the last guy he fought you know i i just want to trash on him just a little bit because you know, I'm upset, you know, but um, the last guy he fought was 40, 47 years old. That's like, that's what I've been telling people. I'm like, the last guy he fought was 47. He finished him in the third round. Yeah, I'm like, okay, great. You're supposed to finish a, you know, a 47-year-old. You're supposed to finish him. But it took you full two rounds and whatever of that third round. Like, come on, man. That's how, like, that's the worst tune-up fight. That's how I know, you know my reaction, everything. I'm, I'm, I would be way quicker. I'm way quicker than a 47-year-old. I'm way better than a 47-year-old. I hit way harder than a 47-year-old. I do everything 10 times better than a 47-year-old. You know, no you know, no offense if you're older, man, but <laughs> it's just, you know, man, Raposo would have had it coming. He didn't know what was going to hit him, but he realized too, too late, and he pulled out. That's what happened. Well, my man, if this fight does... Uh get another shot in November, man. It's going to be a huge lead-up to this fight because you definitely have uh, you have some uh, media balls on you, and, uh, you know, you like to talk about your opponent a little bit. I mean, it, uh, rightfully so. You're upset. You should be, man, uh, training all this time, going for a huge title like that, and it, to, you know, take from your grasp like that. But I would love to see this fight. Uh, I would love the build-up for it. I would love to interview both of you for the build-up for it if it happens again. But, you know, Israel, if it doesn't, man, uh, definitely when you get something going, when you get another opponent or, you know, another shot for whatever promotion it is, may, definitely give me, a, give me a call. I'd definitely like to talk to you about it, break down, yeah. that, break down that opponent you're going to be facing and, uh, you know, talk about your thoughts on, you know, that, that fight's coming up, man. So, um, dude, uh, sorry for the... The past weekend, uh, things happen in MMA all the time, dude. Uh, I, I understand. I see it a lot, bro. Uh, but with yeah. that said, man, uh, you know, keep your head up, bro. You're going to be back in there, and uh, you're going to be killing people, man. Um, so with that said, I got your social media up there. I want everyone to check out um, your Instagram because you've got a lot of your finishes, a lot of your fights in uh, the past year. Uh, people watching you progress from uh, that last fight in CES up until now. So, dude. Throw out your social media, any thank yous, anything you want to say, and I'll let you get going, man, and we'll talk uh, some uh, sometime down the line in the future. Awesome, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I want to thank H&K uh, Fight Management. They got me this opportunity. You know, obviously it presented itself, but, you know, they were there to answer the call for me. Um, I want to thank Steadfast uh, Fitness and Performance. They got me in shape for this fight. I wish I had fought so I can show how strong I, I am and how, you know, my my physique, <laughs> you know. I want to thank Rogue uh, Jiu Jitsu Studio, the awesome gym, awesome. You gotta check them out if you're here in Texas. I um, also want to thank uh, Chow Beef Jerky, another sponsor. Awesome beef jerky, you guys gotta try it. If you like spicy beef jerky, this is it. Um, I want to also thank uh, Chaos Entertainment, and I also want to thank um, Neil Abrams. He's a coach that came all the way from uh, California to help me out for this camp. And you know, it sucks nothing came out of it, but you know, we still, we still learned and we still leveled up, you know? Excellent, my man. Well, you're still ready, bro, to get in there uh, as soon as, you know, 
someone comes to call him, man. So, dude, I appreciate the time. I appreciate you coming on and, uh, you know, telling us what the kind, what, what happened over the weekend. And uh, I wish you well, dude. Uh, you know, I've been talking to your father on Instagram. And, uh, yeah. you know, we're definitely going to keep in touch. We'll, we'll definitely talk down the line. I mean, if you're not fighting for CES, there's another promotion in, te in you know, in the New England or two that would love to have you in their cage, bro. So uh, I'm sure that I'm sure. I'm sure the word I I'm looking for a title. Well, dude, uh, we'll, we'll, manu we'll manufacture one of them for you in another promotion if we have to. So with that, Israel, uh, thank you so much for coming on, man. And uh, we'll talk real soon, bro. All right, man. All right. Awesome. Have me.